Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Prophet Larry Honore Jr., and I want to thank God for everybody that's here. This is the day that the Lord has made. We rejoice and be glad in Him. And I just want to just uh, thank God for your obedience. I want to thank God for your love. And I also want to just thank God for your faithfulness and giving. Because I know many times um, we don't feel like giving. We don't feel like doing the right thing. You know, uh, there's so much we can do with our own money. But amen. And I just want to just thank God for your faithfulness. I'm going to go into prayer before I go into the study uh, that God laid upon my heart. Heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus, just thanking you for uh, blessing us and keeping us alive. And Lord, I just, I just speak in glory. I speak life to everybody on this line. I speak life and more abundant. And Father God, even though uh, some of us been hit with hard blows, crucial blows. In life, but Father God, I just pray that Lord, you would help them in those areas of their life. And Father God, glory, I just say thank you for doing an awesome work. Lord Jesus, I say thank you for shining upon us. And Lord, I pray as I decrease that you can increase in me. And, Father God, I ask you to forgive us of our ignorance. Lord, I ask you to forgive us of our our foolish ways. Lord, I ask you to forgive us of our our bitterness. Like some of us, Lord, some people on the phone carrying bitterness. And, Lord, I pray for them that, Lord, uh, they will let go of all bitterness in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I just say thank you for delivering your people. Lord, I say thank you for setting your people free. And Lord, I, I ask of you that we'll learn to give up things that that is a hindrance unto us. Lord, teach us to teach us, Father, to cleanse us of every unrighteous thing. 
And, Lord, I just say thank you. Lord, burn us. Lord, I pray for a baptism of fire, fire to deliver us and set us free from the iniquities. And, Lord Jesus, you stated many times that you're looking for a church without spot or wrinkle. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Tonight, there's some things I want to talk about. You don't have to disagree at once. Um, At the same time, you don't have to agree at once. But there's some things that I want to talk about. Now, you know, um, you know, I have heard people through my life stating there's nothing wrong with me. Something wrong with the other person. I'm I'm fine. This is a song and it's pretty comical. Um it's by Bars and Men and it's on I'm doing just fine. And uh And that song, and uh, it's a song uh, that they came out with. And for years, you know, I I lied to myself. So I was doing fine. Today, I want to talk about the spirit of Jezebel. Spirit of Jezebel. And I'm going to go to Revelation 2 and 20. It says, Nevertheless, I have a few things against you because you love that woman, Jezebel, who call herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. Verse 21, I have gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed, and those who committed adultery with her in great tribulation unless they repent of their deeds. I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds of their heart. I will give to each one of you according to your works. And uh, I have to be honest, you know, uh, and the spirit of Jezebel is not a woman thing. It's a spirit. Uh, what, what you will notice when you're dealing with spirits, like Icabus and Subus, those are spirits that dominate you when you're having wet dreams. 
those spirits can come in the form of a male or form of a female. But it's, a, it's an active spirit. When the spirit lusts attack you, it's not a, a female lust spirit and a male. Spirits are pretty much unisex. And the spirit of Jezebel, our spirit of Ahab, we deal with. Let me give you an example. If your mother is very controlling, demanding, whether you're male or female, you will pick up them same traits. Because, and and I and I see, I see this all the time, the things that people hate to do, they end up doing it. The things they hate that their mother or father have done to them, those those people end up doing it to other people. I was watching a movie yesterday, and it was a guy, he was in corporate America. And he was, um, he was, I want to say he was probably in his late 30s, very successful. And um, he used to torment many people in, in when he was in uh, high school. Uh, spread lies. He was a big bully. So the tables have turned against him. And uh, and a guy he was bullying, even though they was much older, twenty years, twenty five years later, he had the nurse to tell the guy to get over it. His dad used to bully him, and he bullied others. The first sign that you deal with the spirit of Jezebel is you refuse to admit guilt or wrong. You know, we as adults, if we uh, do things towards our children, some of us, I ain't speaking all, have a problem with telling our children we're sorry. You know, when I was growing up, uh, that word, I apologize, I'm sorry, did not exist in a black community. It's time that I got whoopings, beatings, cussing out, went off. But even though I proved my innocence, with no apology. I refuse to admit guilt or wrong. A Jezebel spirit is never wrong unless it's temporary omittance of guilt to gain favor with someone to accept responsibility. It admit this gain favor. I'm you know, I'm real and people will come. Verse two. These are different traits. You might have one. I I guarantee one of us have one of these traits or issues. Had or have. Take credit for everything. Taking credit for the good things. I had a person years ago, uh, a leader, and um, she wanted me to continue to do something. 
that she stopped having church. You know, she wanted me to continue to play. You know, she was a husband wife team. They wanted me to continue to pay tithes and offering, even though uh, they stopped having church. And and I understand, you know, buildings and hotels are expensive, but they didn't want to uh, have a conference line having church. They did it, then they stopped. You know, they want to do something like every other month, but they want wanted my tithes and offering. And I say, no, I'm not going to do that because, you know, you haven't had church in three months, but you, you, you claim you have this, you have this problem. But when I took a stand, you know, I was told that God was going to deal with me. And they want to use judge between me and you. God going to judge between us. Because I'm not no dummy anymore. Because I woke up, but you didn't, you just wanted the money, but you didn't care about being a shepherd. Well, if it wasn't for my prayers, I mean, if it wasn't for God, and she, you know, she specifically said, if it wasn't for my prayer, I think she said, if it wasn't for God, you wouldn't have got this far. I said, Lord, I just hung up the phone. She went on with her life, her and her husband. That, those are prime examples. Let's, uh, I'm going to say number three. Use people to accomplish its agenda. The Jezebel spirit, spirit let others do their dirty work. Uh, a Jezebel gets another person, emotions stirred up, then they let that person go into a rage. And the Jezebel sit back, looking innocent, saying, Who, me? What did I do? Uh, it was one time I was under a leader, and she was telling me about um, it was another lady in the church that was very, very controlling, unbearable. So she said, "Well, I'm, a, I'm a, then this a leader. I'm gonna deal with her. You know, she talked y'all crazy and all this stuff. We had a meeting." And I was upset because I got pumped up. And I said, you're not going to uh, come in here and, and come against my pastor and, and the church. And I was taking a stand. I said, you don't care about nobody. The whole time, the leader ain't say the word. She said there, look at me. I'm like, I'm fighting your battle. You stirred this up. And now you don't have nothing to say. Then she used her husband. I told my husband to be quiet. Like, that wasn't right. And me looking like a dummy. And I went through that. And it it hurted me so bad. She just said that. Now, she was big and bad, you know, as far as going off on people. But this situation, she ain't said a word. And a thing that I remembered was she kept saying, I don't want to be a, a Jezebel. I don't want to be a Jezebel. I'm like, why do you keep saying that? But some people love the control. Number four, withhold information. is a form of control. They hold information. 
Oh, don't tell nobody. Don't, don't don't go tell your wife. Don't go tell your husband just yet. These are leaders that does that, and I, I was guilty of it. I'll hold information from other people. I want you to tell nobody. Uh, and it was information that needed to be, you know, told. It wasn't gossip, but it was information that had been beneficial, beneficial to the people. I went through it, holding information, and kind of find out if I would have told them, it would spare them a lot of trouble. But they had a, the leaders that I was under had an issue with a certain number. Let me help you out with this. You're going to have people that come into your life, that comes into your church, your conference. They're going to be wealthy. They're going to dress well. But they come there because they're seeking God. Do not let jealousy come in your heart. You're going to run away a lot of people that God is trying to send into your ministry. Verse 5. Or verse 5. Number 5. They talk in confusion. Confusion. They say this, but I think God is telling me this. But at the same time, I don't know. I had a situation. I was guilty. I was told by a leader that a certain member was a witch. And she was like, yeah, God revealed it to me that she was a witch. And she, she, the leader dealt with me and said, well, why you didn't confront it? I say, this is your house. I don't have a right to confront anybody unless you give me the authority. We're not going to come in your, your house, your church, your place of residence, and to overtake your house or to disrespect you. So another time, um, another witch came to a ministry. I mean, full-blown witchcraft. Couldn't, even a person that ain't living for God know that something was up. So I was about to confront it. And the leader of that church confronted me. You don't have a right to check anybody or, or tell anybody to leave the church. I said, excuse me, I'm sorry. That was confusion. Another spirit of Jezebel. Number six, volunteer for anything. They volunteer for every little thing. Um, you're going to have people. You, you, God will show you people that's helpful or people that are trying to get in your business for his church. You got people, see, I know my limits. I'm not a secretary. I was secretary of a church. I know my, that's not my calling, but I do it if I have to. <clears throat> but you try, they try to volunteer for everything to get control. 
you got uh, you got people want to say want to be in every church affair so they can know everything that goes on in the church. Be careful. There's people that are genuinely helpful, and you got people that are genuinely nosy and controlling. Seven. Now, this one says a Jezebel lies uncontrollably. No one can lie better than he can. This is a Jezebel. Now, some of these are going to say she or he. Jezebel can come in a he form or a she form. No one can lie better than him. He can turn on the charm and make believe that blue is red, green is yellow. Jezebel can look you straight in your eyes and lie. Jezebel will look you straight in the eyes and tell you a lie and won't think nothing of it. Um, I had a person, and I learned from this person, it was a bad habit. The bad habit was whatever the leader do, he or she, both of them, they'll do their best not to lie. Instead uh, of saying, I'm going to be a little late, I'm going to be 15 minutes late, they'll say this, um, um, I should I should be over there. I I promise you I won't be no more than thirty minutes late. But they'll flip it around and say, No, I don't wanna lie. Give me fifteen minutes. I mean thirty minutes. Then fifteen minutes. I say, Well just get here. No, I just don't wanna lie. They'll make a big deal out of something that don't even make sense. And they go back and forth. And after they do all that, and I had it happen to me, oh, Spirit of the Lord told me don't come. Well, I thought you 15 minutes, 30 minutes, and all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord told me don't come. It just something wasn't right in the atmosphere. You're just a liar. You was never going to come. Another one, a Jezebel spirit ignores people. Um, I'm going to tell you this. I dealt with low self-esteem. So with me, I dealt with low self-esteem. I dealt with rejection. Um, If a leader ignored me, I'm always questioning myself. And and find out it was a lot going around in the church, and it was, it was from a leader. But she ignored me, and I was isolated. I felt say, well, what was going on? But she, that the lie came out. It was a lie. But she told the lie first before the truth was revealed. 
then they use this. Oh, Spirit Lord told me to. Uh, you 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 are uh, you dealing with lust problems? Spirit Lord told me I, I need to leave you alone. Okay. Twenty minutes later, I really need you. I really need to help help me in this. Uh, uh, the 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 Lord restored you. I, the devil is a lie. You had people looking at me crazy to gain power over me. Nine, never give credit or show gratitude. Uh, you know, uh, it's some things I'm not phased by. But when you when when you, when people get blessings, I had leaders to say I'm not phased by. When God bless people, He bless people all the time. I'm not that that don't phase me because you got three dollar raise. That don't phase me because it's not happening in their life. Criticize everyone. You know, I had leaders. I grew up in churches. Every Sunday, it was just the same leaders that talk about everybody in the church, have a problem with everybody from where they shout, from where they dress, I can't believe she came up in that red dress and them red shoes and them red lips. She came in looking like a, a, a Jezebel, looking like a harlot. You know, um, it's a God deal with that work. And the most manipulative tool he do, um, he would get over on somebody. He'll get over them. I mean, get over them good, smooth good. But go tell everybody that a Washington man ain't no good. He ain't that, that he ain't no good. He's dirty. But but a lot of people they don't have the spirit of God. They say, "Oh man, he he really went off on him. He said he ain't no good." But I saw I me. Mean, I I knew about the transaction. But he didn't do his part, and he turned around like he was the victim. Um, I'm going to tell you another thing. A Jezebel spirit wants uh, control of information. They want the first to know. Did you tell anybody else? No, I didn't. Don't tell nobody. They want the first one. If you tell anybody, but why you told me then? You told them already. And I've seen people uh, in the church, leaders and other people, another thing Jezebel uses, it uses information. I had a person in leadership I was dealing with. At a time in my past, I dealt with porn. I dealt with whoredom. And I dealt with stealing. I used to be a thief. I was a liar. I dealt with it all. And God delivered me, set me free. But um, when I was in the, you know, I was at, I was single, dating scene. You know, you know, he used to watch that porn. You know, he was a, a you know, a ho. You know, he, uh, you know, him and wife split up. But you know, you gotta be careful. 
no lie. She was a Jezebel. You know, she was a witch, and he, and you know, you never tell. He might know something. He's creating all kinds of mess. And then the, the, and then thank God for Jesus Christ keeping me. And it was amazing that uh, the the women, a couple of women of the church that came to me, you know, they they came in, in search of having relations. But glory to God, both of them were disappointed. In the church. And there was some other situation outside the church. It was disappointing. Um, you know, I know people that are married, and you know, I tell anybody, you know, if you're gonna get married, you know, uh, you gonna, you know, if you're gonna get married, please, the husband do not need nobody judging him. God bless you, the husband. And he tell you some things he done in his past. Uh, you know, maybe he was a homosexual. Maybe he was an alcoholic, or a maybe he was in black magic. Maybe he was in witchcraft. Or he was a thief or uh, a liar. Maybe uh, he could have been in a in a uh, a, a solemn ward. And he come to you. I'm gonna tell you this. Women uh, that you design to get you design to get married, men as well. You got to learn to accept people had a past before they met you. You have to accept it. You know, I can see the most beautiful women of the world, the most handsome men of the world. You know, they they, they probably been through a hundred, two hundred people. They come to you because you. They they come to you and just want to share that a part of their life. God could deliver them ten years ago, but they came to you out of love. They came to you. They didn't want to hold nothing between. You know, no secrets. Being uh, two a week to two weeks later, if that person look at a man or woman and they they. You know, they could be going, they, they can be in a store at a cashier. And, you know, sometimes you got friendly people like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I see you got this new uh, type of vegetable or fruit. Uh, whatever you say, yeah, it's pretty good. Go home. Yeah, I see you flirting. You ain't no good. Yeah, the Lord told me to watch you. You know, I can't trust you. No, I told you that out of out of, uh, was talking, you know, it's my vulnerable side. You know, if you can't speak about vulnerable side, you don't need to be in no type of marriage. You know, um, as people that's in, in Christ, we we got this, uh, uh, this fake persona about us. Oh, nothing don't hurt me. God protects me. I'm strong. You're full of pride. You're full of pride. 
And and I feel like if you can't go to your mate and tell him, yes, I used to, you know, I have people come to me that uh just been in homosexual relationships. But it didn't stop me from loving him uh showing him love. Everybody have a past. One of them was molested, too, and the other person was experimenting, playing with toys. But God delivered them, and he gave a testimony. You know, everybody has a past. And you, you'll never have a rich, prosperous marriage if mates cannot be vulnerable. Your mate should tell you some things, and you should not judge them. I judge her. Or I've seen this happen. Said a man um, was a, a pimp. He was he was a womanizer. He was like to the Lord, Lord deliver him, set him free. You know, and and say he's been with this person married five to five years. One night. He tired. He had a rough day. He don't want to perform relations. Oh, you messing with some other woman now? Oh, you all you know. All of a sudden, you uh, you don't want to be bothered with me. Oh, you must be messing with somebody. Like, oh, come on. Now, it's vice versa. The man that done that. Now you, you, I was tired for real. So we gotta learn to respect people's past. If we don't, and we use that as a leverage to get over somebody, that's another trait of a Jezebel. Spiritualize everything. Everything is spiritual. God told me to watch you. So, so spiritual, you ain't no earthly good. I, I don't cuss around me. Don't say that word. Shut. You know, the Lord said, you got a problem. I don't have one. You the one. I, I'm, I have a close relationship with God. You have a problem. I've been through it. You don't have to tell me nothing. Another trait is insubordinate. Jezebel never takes sides of the employee or a person in authority unless it's temporary action to make himself or herself look good. He or she will, will often take credit for someone's F idea. He, his, he, his or her main desire is for power and control. It's pushy and domineering. Pushy, domineering. Um, growing up, working for various different companies, background, it's amazing. We had a secretary, you know, you had an old secretary been in a company for over 20, 30, 40 years, but they think they run the company. They think they run the boss. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Most men, and I'm, I'm not going to say every man that has heart condition is a Jezebel, but most men that are very controlling, have heart problems. 
no different somebody humble that just been attacked by the enemy, have heart disease, a heart attack. But I notice that men that have the deathbed spirit, they have a, a lot of heart problems. I had a boss, he was maybe third or fourth level down from the CEO. Even the CEO himself didn't want to deal with him. The CEO of the company. I'm like, you the CEO, you can fire him. I mean, he's cussing out people, going off on people, screaming, hollering, just a rampage of stuff. The CEO and the CEO number two, the CFO, they did not want to deal with him. They just let him do anything he wanted. He had, a, he had to be in control. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm help you with this. Um, he went to the hospital. Even on his hospital bed, he was still trying to give orders when he had uh, a heart attack. His uh, clairvoyance, many who operate with the spirit of control has a very clairvoyant spirit. <coughs> It just better have supernatural help in knowing and sensing information. If he used this against you, he may say, I can't tell you how I know this, but I just know. This is not the Holy Spirit, but it's the help of a clairvoyant or familiar spirit. A familiar spirit may be defined as a power to perceive things that are out of range of human sense. They walk in divination. Uh, Jezebel, a whole mission is to catch you off guard. Like you, you ever had somebody just blow off on you for no reason, trying to everybody make you feel bad? I pray that the Lord will give you the abilities to know when the enemy is about to come. I pray that God give you keen vision. We're dealing with this spirit. This spirit does not mean nobody knows that they, you, you ever have people that go off on you? You say, what in the world is wrong with them? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? They just go off on you and say, what in the world I do to you? You remember that time um, when you was talking to sister so-and-so and I told them that they was no good, but you still talked to them, just cranking up there say, that was two years ago. She said, hey, how, she just say, hey, how you doing? And he said, oh, that's a nice car you got. But you still shouldn't be talking to them, that ignorant stuff. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sow seeds of discord. Sow seeds of discord. We all been guilty of that. 
commands attention. You hear that saying, empty can make a lot of noise? Ha, ha, ha. Always laughing, always in people's face. They command attention. You don't give them no attention. Oh, you see, they think they stuck up. They can't say hi. And a person might have a situation with them. They say, I just want food with that person. You know, I just mind my business. They think they all that now, but she ain't telling you the whole truth. Glory, glory, glory. Okay, praise God. It's vengeful. Vengeful. Uh, if you have a vengeful spirit, vengeful. You always got a secret binge, whether somebody right or wrong. Another thing, a Jezebel try to make you sound like sound like you're a Jezebel. Insult disapproval. I don't agree with that. Knows it all. Can't tell him nothing. Is ambitious. Has strong desires for all for self. I want it when I want it when I want it. The Jezebel leader would never use the words we have a vision. But rather, my vision is just so. God sent you to support my vision. God told me that you better not lead this church. You got to support the vision. You got to stay here until God release you. You moving God to your move. Gift giving. Jezebel give you a gift. It's a manipulate. Am I, I bless you with a thousand dollars? You know, uh, but I ain't, you know, I ain't bringing it up. I need you to do this for me. And you'll never, you'll, you'll never do pain for it. You're like, man, I should never even took that money. The thing I thought was you giving as a, a tithe or an offering, he or she, it's it's a, a control tactic. A Jezebel is only independent when she have a way over somebody. It's religious. It was in the local church. Does not like authority unless he is in a position of authority. Hide. When havoc come up, they hide. They hide. They're like, what is this, man? I thought she was being bad. Giving that hiding. I didn't want to tell everybody. Everybody got one of these traits. You can sit here and, and play holy and vile. But don't let the devil fool you. You know, I'm guilty. When I can't get my way sometimes, 
I use manipulative things to manipulate. But guess what? God checked me every time. And eventually I said, you know what, Lord? I need to grow up. I need to stop throwing these temper tantrums. I just need to grow up, Lord. I'm not going to have it my way all the time. But I'm a, I, this is what I learned and God is dealing with me with. And uh, God going to bless me, you know, to be a blessing to others. If a husband or a wife is being manipulative in relations, sexual relations, learn to give it over to God. Unless they got health problems, unless in a hospital of some sort. Because I've seen men and women do it. Not in the world, but in the church. Good old church. If you if, if you don't uh, do this, I'm going to hold back from you. Nah, uh, I ain't doing that. They, they manipulate. And the ones that manipulate, they have smile on the side. That's why they do it. Or they got uh, demons they need to face and get delivered. I'm going to tell those, if you, if you desire to get married, want to get married, do not use that tool. But this time, if you get married and you, you pull those games, trying to manipulate a man or woman in sex, trust me, God going to hit you with afflictions. God ain't, you know, when you're married, the husband, your wife is no longer yours, belongs to the wife, wife, your body is no longer yours, it belongs to your husband. But you're going to start seeing, you're going to hear testimony. That men with hell from their they wives, because they were cheating and whoring around. She's been hanging on, and he got prostate cancer. Women doing the same thing, she got cervical cancer or uh, ovary cancer. She got uh, cancerous tumors in her abdominal area. That's, that, that is not God. Um, there's a guy I used to work with. He had about three side women. And his wife was a Jezebel. Oh, very. If she could have been any reptile, she'd have been a dragon, a dragon breathing fire. But they ain't stopping him from cheating. They ain't stopping him from being manipulative. And kind of found she wasn't that bad, but he was manipulative, saying she was that bad. But while she was full of anger and, and disappointment because he was cheating, I'm going to tell you what he did. It was so funny at the time. He gave his wife nothing for about time. But two of his side women, he sent them, he, he, uh, sent them roses. I mean, I, I, I guarantee he paid about two to three hundred bucks to send them women roses. The five women, the cockabies, very manipulative. But she was just bitter and full of anger. His wife. But when I'm learning, God is not playing, 
If you have did that in a past marriage, you need to repent. But he cheated. Well, why he cheated? If you hold back from a man or woman, they're not strong in the Lord, and even if they're strong in the Lord, they cheat. Blood is on your hand, too. You gave room to the devil. You gave room to temptation. Well, he knowing. Things ain't right, I ain't giving up nothing. Or she ought to know it. When things ain't right, ain't get all that old crazy stuff. I'm telling y'all. All that going to cause you trouble. Then when a man finds somebody else, a woman finds somebody else, that ain't of God. They come in and don't even want to quote scriptures. Quote this scripture. Man and wife should come together unless they come to agreement to a fast. Why, husband, loves your wife as Christ loved the church. Wives love your husband. That ain't love. That's torture. I pray, if you got that in you, I pray that God would deliver you and set you free before you get married to any man, your man, before you get married to any woman. That is my prayer. It no nobody, you know. Now I hear people say, "Oh, you know, uh, sex ain't that important." You get married just a kid. I'm gonna tell y'all this: men and women, you best treat your husband or your wife like y'all dating in high school. Because when your children leave the nest, your children going to do their own thing. Y'all going to sit there between your thumbs. Don't know what to do. And looking forward to grandkids and keep you occupied. You better have a life after your children. You better have, let's say it again, you better have a life after your children. You better learn to love each other. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's on the line. I just thank God for everybody here. If you have anyone in church, and I'm going to tell you this, some things, not always the Jezebel, but check yourself. The word of God is, is for me as well as everybody on the line. So if you, if you got that spirit of trying to manipulate Trying to get mad, I pray God deliver you that you don't mess up man, another man, and woman. And man, if you're doing that to mess up women, I pray you get totally delivered. But if you do that again, it's not going to be nothing nice. You know, I see God going to be afflicting you with the thing you try to control. If, you, if you're trying to control, a man or women, a man trying to control a woman with money or vice versa, see, God will be snatching money out your hand. God is not playing. God take marriage seriously. And, and if you feel like you can't handle it, a God, I didn't ask how I live. Guess what? When God move that person, Lord, please bring them back. Bring her back. 
God warns you over and over. Don't do it. <clears throat> Don't do it. God is, God is serious about marriage. He's crazy. He loves everybody on this line, those on the Internet, those on the phone line. God is not playing. And God has seen that, that woman or that man to somebody else that's going to do them right. So I tired of Jezebel. That's why Revelation 2.20, you shouldn't tolerate that in your marriage or in your life. Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that's here, that is on the line. And I pray that you will apply this to your heart <coughs> and that God will deliver you, that you will not have that spirit in you. That spirit of Jezebel is no good. It's never no good. And then it was uh, came about that spirit through our parents, through situation. And and, and uh, Jezebel had a lot of wounds, a lot of rejection. Every person that has that spirit been under they've been rejected. Amen. Anybody want to give your life to the Lord or, or rededicate your life to the Lord? And I pray you go before God this day. And ask God to deliver you from that spirit. Because the, the devil is not playing. Hear your spirit. Hear your spirit. Be honest with yourself. Renounce and bind the demon of Jezebel. Ask God to pull down the stronghold in your life. And when God delivered, ask God to fill that area with him. And always, don't be afraid to confront Jezebel. That spirit ain't no good. Anybody want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Open a door of my life and receive you as Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sin and give me eternal life. Take control of the throne of my life. Make me the kind of person I want you to be. And I thank God for everybody that gave their life to the Lord or rededicate their life to the Lord. And amen. Um, I encourage you to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I also encourage you to uh, pray with your talking to God through time it will get better. I encourage you to get a uh, every Bible study you can. Amen. And I encourage you to find a local church in your area. Amen. I just thank God for everybody that's on the line. Anyone have any comments or questions before we come to a close? This Evangelist Constance, how are you doing today? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm blessed. I'll thank God for uh, your word and you bringing out that spirit of Jezebel. 
I was talking to my pastor today about a dream that I had, and the interpretation of the dream was that these people were reprobated. And uh, just like Jezebel, I'm sure God came to her several times and told her to repent and get herself straight, but she never did. So when you become reprobated, you know, you can't talk to nobody. You might as well leave that person alone. And for instance, I'm dealing with some people on my job and deal with them for three or four years. And when they do something wrong, I would just write it in the book, the whole things that things to be corrected, but they never do, they get worse. So if I was talking to my pastor today, it just came to me, you cannot fight these spirits in the flesh. You got to fight them in the spirit realm to bring them down. And when God gave me that revelation as he was talking to me, you know, I said, okay, God, I got it now. Because, you know, when I went to work this morning, some things was out of order. Uh, I work in this man's house, you know, keeping this lady. So the cleaners came there Monday, had everything almost spotless. spotless. So when you come to work Tuesday morning, you find all this debris in the bathroom that shouldn't be there because you know the house was clean before. And, you know, you deal with this for the last three or four years. And I said, you know what, Lord, I'm not writing anything in the book at all. I'm going to just leave it alone. So, you know, there's like a two- or three-hour waiting span because the lady don't get up till 9 o'clock. So I dozed off into a a dream, and the Lord was dealing with me, and uh, my pastor was telling me it was a reverend spirit. So when you deal with that, you can't fight them folks in the flesh. I don't care how much you write in the book, how much you confront them to try to get them to a mind of understanding. Their mind is gone. God doesn't reject it. Uh, a reprobated mind is uh, like Romans 1 and 28 says that God has rejected the godless and the wicked. So I don't care what you tell them. They're going to keep on doing things to antagonize your spirit. So when you get into the spiritual realm of things and begin to pray against that thing, then God's going to start moving. So I'm looking for God now to move from it because, you know, at one time I said I'm going to quit and all that. But God said, no, you hold your post because, you know, if I don't hold my post, I'll go somewhere else and have to go through all this again. But I'm looking God to move. And even before all this was happening, God was telling me, I think it was last week he said in Psalms 37, you say, don't fret, fret not thyself because of evil men or evious of them who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die. If they trust in the Lord and do good, dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So I just thank God, you know, he always kind of gives you a confirmation of what's going on. So, you know, he gave me this scripture. And then later on, you have all this other stuff happening, reverberating mind and all that things should be going through. 
So I thank God for what he's taking me through because I want to know how to fight in the spirit instead of fighting in the flesh because fighting in the flesh ain't getting you nowhere. And even like with Jezebel, you know, it, it was a fight, you know, even as anointed as Elijah was. You know, she reigned, Elijah reigned from her. But I said, Lord, I want to not run, you know, unless you tell me to run. Because even with Jesus, you know, he just went on and he could have just destroyed all of them, but he went on and left. But God, I said, I want to stand my ground and I want to see this through. Because a lot of times God put us in jobs and positions and we have these spiritual attacks, you know, ungodly attacks against them. We don't know what's going on. But I'm asking God to open up my understanding, open up my spiritual gifts even more because I said, you know, I'm ready to fight now, Lord, but I need to be saved, uh, renewed, uh, anointed all over again because I don't want to miss it anymore. And I said, I'm serious this time. You know, it used to be a time I'll, you know, I'd be like lukewarm. But I said, now, nah, Lord, I want to be hot and on fire for you to fight against his spirit because he said he has given us the power. But, you know, we let these little demons come in and attack us, and these little imps, they do what they want to do, and we just cry out, why are they doing me like, oh, I, well, I gave you, when I died on the cross, I gave you power and control over all these devils and everything. So I'm ready to stand for God in this hour and stand for what he called me to do in this hour and fight for his kingdom. And I thank God for the man of God. I pray that God will keep him and anoint him even the more and everything that's coming against him. I pray that God keep a head of protection around him and that he'll grow to be the man of God that God has taken him in this hour and in the hindering spirits that's coming into his life, Lord. I ask you to send it back to the pits of hell from which he came, Lord. I'm asking you to give him more of your nine gifts, even the more, more discernment, Lord, the more of a spiritual eye, Lord, that he can see and hear you even the more, Lord, that won't let that shake him anymore, Lord, that he'll know. Like Pastor Lee used to always say, you, you'll know that you know that you know that it's God. You know, and you walk like you know where you're going. And I think that he's going to know where he's going in this hour, Lord, and won't, won't nothing destroy or destroy him anymore, Lord. Even like a lot of people come in the line, on the telephone line, don't mean no good, but just come to hinder the ministry, Lord. I buy these spirits right now and, and, and set them in dry places. You will not come and hinder anymore. You will obey. You will come under a leadership. You will be, you'll do what God wants you to do in this hour. Of sudden destruction. God gave me this scripture. I wrote it down. I don't know where it is, it is uh, right now. But it, he was telling me, uh, I think last week, that a lot of people on the line, that they are going to be given over to damnation because they don't want to hear. They just want to, you know, complain. You ain't praying. God got a calling on your life. But suddenly damnation to these people. So, you that are on, on the line, I'm asking y'all to repent and pray and ask God to forgive you and begin the first works that God called y'all to do because God's not playing anymore. 
It, and and a lot of people say, you know, it always comes to you first. Yeah, it came to me first. Kind of, you got to get yourself right. You know, you got to do what God called you to do years ago. You killing, pounding, doing what you want to do, but God have mercy on my soul. But I thank God for your word, and I pray that y'all pray my strength in the Lord. Amen. Amen. I, I thank God for you, woman of God, and amen. Do anyone else have a comment? or anything they want to share before we come to a close. <clears throat> Anyone? Well, I'll tell you all this. Don't get quiet. We all got things to work on. And what I learned, God will tell you things. I'm going to tell you this. I remember a time I was under leadership, and I was like, why this? You know, why does preacher keep preaching about the same thing over and over again? I thought it was me. I was in denial. I didn't want to hear it. So I say, Lord, let me humble myself. I want to help you out with this. I dealt with some people that done me wrong, and I had my share of doing others wrong. But the Spirit of the Lord was telling me, say, son, you you doing wrong. You ain't living right. But you praying to me and say, Lord, you see, you see, you see, Lord, you see, Lord. But the Lord said, you have to do what's right. You have to obey me. I will fight your battle. Give you an example. If I'm doing wrong, another person doing wrong, when God comes to judge, guess what? He's going to judge I'm wrong and the other person wrong. But God wanted, want everybody to be right. Be right. Isn't it, isn't it, it's hard sometimes. It's hard when you deal, you've been married once, you've been divorced, or you deal with coworkers, you deal with neighbors, you know, you, you just deal with all kinds of foolishness. But do what's right. You know, even a lie, the enemy, the even the biggest lie say, nice guys finish last. No, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. I'll help you out with this. I was in a previous relationship. And I know the person was cheating on me. But my silly self, don't she cheat? She with him. You go give me somebody on the side. I did that for a couple of years. Then when I gave my life to the Lord, truly gave my life to the Lord, and I said, Lord, they're still doing the same thing. The Lord said, you be faithful. You do what's right, and I will deliver you. I went through all kinds of different things. But I had to stop what I was, I had to stop my wrong. It wasn't easy. Many nights I wanted to go cheat. I dealt with that for like six, seven years. I had to do what's right. And God blessed me and he delivered me. I had to do what's right. I had to be holy in in an unholy situation. 
But I also had to get delivered. And and even in that, uh, before I got saved, I said, you know what, I ain't going to cheat. I started watching porn. I said, well, she go go out and go play with the guys. I'm going to watch porn. Then I stopped cheating. And then I went to porn. And, 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 and when I gave my life to the Lord, the Lord said, don't even watch that stuff. That's unholy. That's filth. You commit adultery. And all I was supposed to do, I'm a man. I was in my 20s. What am I going to do, Lord? I'm a man. I got needs. But God helped me through the way. Times I feel short. But God was there. I didn't practice it. I fight it. I want to tell everybody. If you obey God in everything, he will get you out with a strong hand. Amen. Anyone have any comments or questions before we um, come to a close? Prophet Larry, I just wanted to give a little testimony. I know maybe like, what, two or three weeks ago, he was telling me about my phone condition. And yeah. um, I haven't had any flares up. And I just believe in God has healed me from it. I don't hurt in them anymore feet don't hurt and stuff. So I just wanted to give that little testimony. Praise the Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to tell everybody this. (coughs) Write down your testimonies. Tell the testimonies because that's encouraged me. I, you know, thank God I never uh, dealt with her condition. But, I, you know, I deal with aches. And, uh, you know, when uh, when people have arthritis, uh, rubatory. Uh, no, rheumatoid arthritis. So that's what I'm supposed to have. I was supposed to have the rheumatologist and fibromyalgia. They got, like I said, God is good because they ain't hurting or anything. I've been painting and stuff in my other house. So I've been doing the work myself. <laughs> so let's say how good God is. And, and I'm just going to tell you all this. You know, I used to play sports, and I have old injuries that hurt when it get cold different times of the year. But just imagine you having joint pain all the time. And I just, I God, I just give you glory. And, Lord, I pray, Father, that others that have that condition, that, Lord, you will heal them in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I even pray you restore the cartilage in their bones in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, I just say thank you. I pray blessings over Evangelist Constance, Father. And even though she, she get down sometimes, she get depressed. But, Lord, I thank you for lifting her up in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for Prophet Johnson. And, Lord, I pray that you keep her children. Lord, keep her in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, I pray blessings. But, Lord, I pray that everybody on this line will get delivered, even those things we put in our subconscious. 
the things we don't even want to visit. I'm going to tell y'all this. Y'all got some, some things y'all put. Uh, I see like it's like boxes. And they got these boxes got doors on it. And, and you know, you, you still trying to put it back. You don't want to deal with the Spirit of the Lord's sake. Open those boxes. Open those doors and get free. And watch God. Watch God. Don't be scared because those things, if you don't get healed from them, when you get into the peak of your ministry, it will destroy you. And, Lord, I just lift up Prophetess Renee. I lift up uh, Minister Michelle. I lift up Prophetess Angela. And, Lord, I speak of swift deliverance to them all, swift deliverance, a way of escape in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.